Hi guys, this is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio all over the hockey universe No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you coming men enough for all of us. And anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 54 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the often imitated but never duplicated, the original St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, We're broadcasting live on Wednesday, February 26, 2020. This is franchise episode number 240 all-time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder. And for your listening pleasure, for the next little while, we'll be talking Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues hockey. And if you're not careful, you just might learn something. Uh, To interact with the show on social media, follow the show on Twitter, at LGB Radio. Uh, my handle is at Kurt Price, Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and Jeff's is at jponder94. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel where this show is broadcast live each and every week, year-round. Uh, well, not on YouTube, but uh, our show is broadcast year-round on, uh, on the podcast circuit side of it. Uh, by subscribing, you are notified uh, when new shows go live on YouTube. Uh, for those of you watching uh, the live show on YouTube right now, feel free to comment in the live chat, and we'll address what we can uh, as quickly as we can. The, uh, the world-famous website is letsgoblues.com, where you can listen or watch past episodes of the show, browse the fan discussion forum, as well as get some cool St. Louis Blues-themed T-shirts and stickers that helps support the show. Um, happy Mardi Gras, guys, or post-Mardi Gras. You didn't go, did you, Bill? Did you go, Jeff? No. No? I did not. I, I, I checked out the parade. I went to the parade, and I uh, hung out down there for a while. It is, it is crowded. Yeah. How many boobs did you see? None. Not a single one. Uh, not one? Like, <laughs> not one set? Or did you actually see one, but not the other one? I, I didn't see any. I, I didn't see part of one. I saw part of, part of a bunch of them, but I didn't see, like, the entire... I didn't see what qualifies as seeing a boob. Right. I've, I've uh. noticed that... They never publish the stats whenever they talk about the arrests, which is usually the first, like, or the second talking point when they talk about Mardi Gras in St. Louis is the number of arrests, and they never talk about um, public indecency. It's always uh, drinking underage or uh, fake ID. They they never mention you know either yeah you know pissing in an alley or I'm sure there was plenty of that because uh, the, busting out the girls. To be honest, the the wait for the Johnnies was redonkulous. Half an hour, you wait in line to go to the bathroom. Well, one guy had a I guess he rented a Johnny in the spot and he was charging five bucks a pop for people to go to the bathroom. Which at first when I heard that I thought that was absurd. And then when I found out there was a half an hour wait to oh, the bathroom, genius. I was like, mm, 
I might just pay five dollars to go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's genius. <clears throat> Kurt may be uh, soliciting uh, investments for a Johnny on the spot next year. <laughs> you know, but you got to get it down there. And uh, what do those things cost to rent? I have not a clue. It could be two hundred dollars. It could be twenty bucks. I have no idea. Yeah, you make it. I up. bet you make your money back oh, at uh, Mardi Gras. Though. I bet you you would. I. And especially later when people are drunk and they don't care as much. Yeah. Five dollars? That's fine. Can I just give you fifteen and go here three times? <laughs> yeah. Can I just uh keep my card open? I'll be back. Yeah, keep my tab open. <laughs> yeah, my t- there you go. Start a tab with a Johnny. <laughs> uh you know if you get uh if you actually live down there, you could just create some permanent outdoor potty and then uh uh just get a card swipe on the outside. That'd be kind of cool. Who wants to pee in my pool? <laughs> just stand on the deck and pee <laughs> right. in my pool for five yeah. bucks. This time of year, it's half empty anyway. Just fill it back up. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the neighbors would like that, but it's yeah. a good idea. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. Know. It's. I mean, it's. I wouldn't call it a good idea, but it's a. It's an idea. <laughs> it's an idea. <laughs> it's an idea. Yeah, we'll give it that. Uh, the, uh, we have a con, we're announcing our contest winner for the, uh, all-star game rally towel. And, is it uh, me? Uh, it is not you, even though you did. I pre- commented. You did comment. Here's the, here's the, uh, stag beer, blues hockey mashup stickers were given away before these, uh, on YouTube. You can see that uh, the podcasters, uh, maybe watch the show on YouTube once in a while. You can see what we're talking about visually. And then there's the, uh. There's the all-star game rally towel. I can't. There it is. There it is. So we're giving uh, those away uh, to user Lambini. <laughs> Lambini. <laughs> user Lambini from the uh, in the Let's Go Blues dot com forums posted a nice story about uh, moving to New Jersey and uh, uh, being a fan and coming back and watching some games. So uh, congratulations, Lambini. We will contact you in the forum. Uh, and get your contact info and uh, send this stuff out to you. And thanks to everyone else who participated as well. There's some good stories in there. No, it was. That was uh, that was cool, and it was fun to see the forum uh, in good use. I haven't been there in a while, and uh, Kurt, you've been plugging it a little bit here at the top of each show, and I got to say, sir, it looks pretty state-of-the-art. I think it looks pretty good. So well, if you haven't checked out the letsgoblues.com forum in a while, you might want to do that. Yeah, the I mean, thanks. The uh, it, it's it's modern now, and it's uh, it's just much improved. So uh, uh, anybody who's listening, if you if you want to interact with people, if you it, I mean, there's so much interaction on Twitter and Facebook with uh, and face and blues groups and and blues fans on on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. But uh, man, I I, I got to tell you that there's just something about discussion forums that uh, it. it I have a soft side for discussion forums just because that you can, that stuff That's is where it all started. It's, I mean, it is, and you can reference that stuff. You can reference those conversations. You can go back and pull stuff up a lot easier than you can on Facebook or Twitter. Um, and it's just, it's a better platform for discussing, uh, sports in an ongoing conversation. Uh, I think uh, Twitter, you kind of get all mixed up in threads and things. And, uh, and Facebook is just, Facebook's kind of awful. Uh, for that kind of thing. So uh, discussion forums are still the best bet, but I know people are doing, and it's mobile friendly, our our discussion forums. So you can pull it up on your phone. It looks nice. The other thing that's great about forums still to this day, I mean, I know we give the asylum some trouble, but at the same time, those are your people who are really seeking out having long discussions about the St. Louis blues, you know, Twitter, Facebook, 
I mean, I'll admit I'm guilty of it. There's some times where I'll send a tweet out uh, during a game and I say, you know what, I'd rather just sit and watch the game, not really talk to anyone tonight. I'm just going to put my phone down and just watch the game and enjoy it. Uh, but there's some nights where I say, man, it'd be, you know, it'd be good to have some good discussion with Blues fans. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the forums that's going to bring out at least the crazy fans, the ones who are watching every game, the ones who just, you know, whether you agree with some of the things they say or not, they're there for the long haul with the team. That's the kind of people that go to message boards. So that's always makes it a little more fun too. A, uh, a an active discussion forum is much better to go to after, like say after the game. If you, I always enjoyed back in the day before Twitter, uh, going on a discussion forum, like a rival teams discussion forum, and uh, the, like the the morning after a game, and I'd go I'd go back and say they're playing the Blues. I'd go back and I would just kind of read the conversation, and it's basically a play by play of sorts for big plays during the game, and to get their reaction. For different plays during the game, it was just kind of a cool, kind of a cool well, the thing. Timestamp too, yeah. Which they're is time really cool, exactly. So you can kind of, I, I still do that once in a while with uh, with uh, cards uh, forums and and uh, blues opponents and stuff. It's just it's neat to do. You can't do that kind of thing on Twitter, uh, really. Yeah, uh, one of Kurt, my favorite Austin things. Austin Lynch back in asks, the day. Uh, go ahead, Oh, I, um, I was just gonna say, I'm too young. <laughs> what the fuck is a forum from Austin Lynch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so don't even try to go like. Alt dash hockey. Oh God, that that's like ancient, right? <laughs> um, but um, I was going to say one of my favorite things uh, back in the day when uh, you know, just as a long time stalker of Let's Go Blues dot com, um, not not really ever a, a a a poster on that, but it was daily reading for me to go back and see like the um the highlights of the opponents threads that got brought over the, i used to love doing that yeah i'd pull over content from other teams forums and just and post comments to like a 15 20 comments about different things during the game and see what the opposing fans were saying about different plays it was really it was it was i, I enjoyed that yeah now austin lynch is a. Uh, He's, it's an old Reddit, isn't it? It's 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 actually a better form. I mean, I love Reddit. I love Reddit, but it's again, Reddit is not, it's not in order. You know what I mean? There's there's the uh, popular stuff gets pushed to the top, and it can right. be out of order and at times. And it's it, called upvoting. Upvoting, yeah. So, right. it, but the the forum, <laughs> no, let's go blues dot com. Go there, and there's a forum link. Go and check it out. It's uh in it. If when it's active, it's 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 pretty fantastic, and there's a, there's a handful of guys in there that that are uh, like a, uh, religious users, and they they go in there and comment and stuff. And it's uh, but the more the merrier. So just uh, yeah, t- take part in that and or just check it out anyway. It's it's pretty cool. I uh, I like it. But I should know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask this right now. Uh, Let's go blues dot com. Is there still a Hall of Fame forum when you go there? There is, and it has not been added to Does in a while. S- does it still have some mm-hmm. of the greats? Oh yeah. So it's still got things more intimidating than Eric Brewer. Uh, I can pull it up. Yeah, I think I think that so. is honestly one of the greatest threads of anything ever. I mean, that went on. That went on for years. Hall of Fame. Okay, here here's some threads in the Hall of Fame forum. Uh, our interview with Tom Calhoun. That was from 07. That was a wow. that was an email interview. That we, yeah, I, I remember I sent, that. Yeah. Uh, Brad Boys is awesome. Thread, <laughs> oh, nice. uh, hockey songs. Uh, Anna Eye Candy. Oh man, Anna Kornikova. Uh, there was a. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was big that's, in the forum world. That's fifty-five pages long. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I see my cinema. So if you want pictures of Anna Kornikova, <laughs> just head over to that I thread. Think, I think pretty much anybody is in there. Yeah. Uh, Pronger traded. That's one of them. Uh, Waite, Bernier, eighth, Randy McDonald. Um, oh, wow. Some big trades are in there. Uh, eBay weirdness. Uh, why didn't JD trade Doug Waite? Uh, Blues ticket giveaway contest. We had tickets to give away. That was in 08. Uh, McKinnis Hall of Fame night. Uh, greatest moment in Blues history. Um, tracking the improbable. Uh, what else? So World Series, Cardinals and Dodgers. Any NHLPA deal done? So I don't think the uh, – what was the one you said, Jeff, about it being in here? Hall of Fame. Things more intimidating than Eric Brewer. Uh, I don't see it. That yeah. one is – That was, a that was one of the thing. best. Yeah. Yeah. It was – so for those that are, like, completely in the dark and what we're talking about, it was a thread that, that somebody opened while he was captain here. So it was, like, 06, 07, 08, somewhere in there. And the, the title of it was Things That Are More Intimidating Than Eric Brewer. And I wish I remembered who the original poster was to give him credit. But uh. – I remember the first thing he posted, it was like a little plush pillow and like there was like a unicorn uh, doll. I mean, it <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but it is just so funny. And then everyone just started responding with random pictures of just random things. And there, I it just, just turned out to be one of the best. I just posted the link in the chat. Uh, chat. It's not in the Hall of Fame, It's but I did a search for it and I found it. So you I, do I, need to put that in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I and there's mean, a one of the first images is a butterfly. It's <laughs> little it's, Romeo. Tyra Banks is in there. Oh uh, yeah, that's <laughs> chunk. <laughs> and a bunch of images are kind of dead links, but uh, yeah, it's uh, there's still some good stuff in there. Bernie Meklos is in there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Siegfried and Roy. That, that is the Ted Simmons of uh, Hall of Fame posts. It'll it'll get in eventually. Okay, good call. Yeah, that that good was call, fantastic. Joe. There's a picture of Bob Saget. Yes. <laughs> so that, that's an old thread too, so some of those images are no longer linked, but a number of them are. Yep. Okay. It's sixty five pages long. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh the official beers of episode number two forty. Excuse me, sir. Yes. Uh, I actually added two announcements there. I was hoping you Since could, when? Uh, I got, we I could do that I, real quick. Where? What? Well, let me see this. Hold on. Do you not see it, Bill? I do now. It? I do now. Um, okay. You, I, I you added this after I, computer after screen, I, so he's lying. If you I, added this I after I copied it over, so that's why I didn't see oh, it. Oh, why do you copy it over? Why don't you just because I have all kinds open? of stupid notes on my copy that is not... You guys uh, that would just clutter things up for you guys. So I did, how have I've we been seen doing this show for nine years and I didn't has, know that? He has strategically placed insult ponder here. <laughs> like oh yeah. yeah, right, yeah, genius. <laughs> no, that's that's what a good host no, does. Good, good. Uh, real quick, sorry, I got two quick announcements I'm going to make. First, let me let me grab this over here. Wait, what? This should have been ready to go. On this. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Totally unprepared here. Uh, so we are going to have a giveaway. Probably be next week. Um, I got one of our uh, great shirts from Let'sGoBlues.com nice. shop. The Bennington Not Nervous uh, beer looking logo one. It's kind of a, a baby blue color. Very pretty shirt. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see it. Uh, I wore I wore that one last week for those that uh, watched yeah, the show last week. Yeah, for yeah, if you watched right, the it, show last week, that's the one Kurt wore. Right, it's um, Kurt's basement blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That's the official color. So I got shirt. this one. It is it is a large, and I will be announcing what the giveaway or how the giveaway parameters will be 
uh, probably during next week's show. So make sure you stay tuned for that if you want to get that shirt. Uh, also, I just wanted to announce real quick that I have picked a theme for the summer series. And uh, something I know Cart is working with me on for a logo because he is a design expert and uh, working with a local band on some things as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool theme. Uh, it's going to basically be called Let's Go Blues Radio Past and Future. And I mentioned this, I think, on an earlier show that I was thinking about it. It's official now. I will be interviewing former players uh, for the first half of the show. Second half will be discussing prospects, people in the pipeline for the Blues, uh, that kind of thing. So I'll be bringing on people who cover the WHL, the QJMHL, um, things like that. So, uh, yeah, make sure you stay tuned because we are around, as Kurt said, at the start of the year, all or at the start of the episode, all summer long. We're here all year. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to do that one. That will be a lot of fun. Shouldn't be as work as much as much work as last summer. Last summer was nuts. No, it, when it, when a podcast becomes work, then it's no fun. It was work, <laughs> but I, I I was about eighteen episodes in, and I'm like, just power through it, just get through it. It's work now, but that's fine. We only got twelve left. <clears throat> a wise man once said, "Love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life." Hmm. Hmm. True. <laughs> whole episode of Letter Kenny right there. <laughs> it is. Um the uh okay, so back on track. Uh the official beers of episode number two forty. Bill. Um Ah, your go to. Going back to the old reliable. As I said in my Twitter comment, um the kid on the label of this founder's breakfast out makes me want to eat a bowl of cereal right now. <laughs> so, do and they, I would do that, except we get a bad rating for eating on the show right, right. again. <laughs> um, they so they really should pair that beer with a cereal of some kind. Um, I'm gonna like have to go with Saran wrap the bottle to a box of cereal and package it in the store. Yeah, yeah. I I'd go with uh, you know cocoa puffs. Mm. Yeah. If I'm generally or if I'm drinking beer Cocoa and eating Chex, cereal, yeah, no, 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 it's got to be a full on kids sugar cereal. <laughs> Bill just totally just shut <laughs> you down. No, 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 I, no, I don't know. If there are two things I know, it's coffee stouts okay. and cereal. All right, okay. How dare you? Even what about just Coco what like a chocolate granola? What? Get out of here with this <laughs> semi healthy stuff. Granola is not healthy at all. What are you talking about? Granola has is very calorie dense, <laughs> but it's not pure sugar, and that's what I'm. There's going a lot for. of sugar in, in granola too, mm. but I, okay, very nice. <laughs> Jeff, what's yours? Well, I don't. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and talk about cocoa puffs because I am cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I have cocoa puffs upstairs. That's great stuff. Why don't you bring some on over there, big boy? <sighs> All right. We've got, <laughs> for me, I'm going with uh, an old favorite. Uh, you know, and this is going to sound weird. My favorite smelling beer. I love the smell of urban chestnut schnickelfritz. Great stuff. Bavarian style Weiss beer ale. I'm trying to hold it up to the camera here if I can do this correctly. Nope, right there. There we go. Um, yeah, it's a very sweet beer. Uh, let's see what it says here. The unmistakable characteristics of this Bavarian style Weiss beer are achieved with a yeast that creates a decidedly fruity and phenolic beer. 
Uh, phallic. You may Fa- also- phallic is the word you're looking for. Yeah, phallic. Yeah, phallic beer. That's what it meant. Yep. <laughs> if it's um, ponder, you may also it's phallic. Note- <laughs> you may also note clove and banana-like aromas and flavors as you pour and enjoy this beer in a traditional tall wheat beer glass. Prost. Prost. Uh, you are a, you're an urban chestnut guy. You f- you feature a I lot of I do like beers. urban chestnut. Yeah, they're good stuff. They have a good urban, have urban chestnut, four hands, left hands. Uh, that's that's all some of my favorite beers. All the hands and nuts. You got covered. Mhm. <laughs> uh, uh mine is a local local beer um uh, from the O'Fallon Berry. Uh O'Fallon Dad's Original Oatmeal Stout um made with the uh, I guess or seasoned or flavored with the uh, Dad's Oatmeal Cookies. So it uh, yeah it's pretty good and I'm, I was gonna read a description, uh, but there uh, ain't one to be found on this bottle. <laughs> so it's a uh, it, picture an oatmeal an iced oatmeal cookie, and it kind of it kind of gives a has a hint of that flavor. Um, I had a really good uh, iced oatmeal cookie beer uh, at Wolpertinger from Exit Six Brewery. Uh, Exit Six Brewery is owned by a former forum goer at Let's Go Blues dot com. Mm. Uh, Hollywood was his name, so. Oh, yeah. No shit. Yeah. Jeff uh, something. Jeff yeah. Bur- Burton? Jeff Burt something like that. Jeff Burton. Maybe. NASCAR driver? 105.7 guy? No. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Tall, bald. Bo- tall, wrong. Tall, bald, scary guy. <laughs> but no, it, it, it was excellent. It was very good. I, I, I got a, a, a little half pour of the thing for the Wolpertinger, and I, I took a sip. I'm like, I'll be damned. That's, a, that's an iced oatmeal cookie. That's pretty good. Hmm. I'll have to go to that next year. Yeah, it's it's kind of out of the way from I mean, from here. Not from not extra six. Wolpertinger. Oh yeah, Wolpertinger was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I remember when X six opened, we got invited out, and it was decided to be too far. It was for us. pretty far. It's uh, I forgot the name of the town, but it's up there. It's like forty five minute drive or something yeah. like that. It's yeah, have to cross two rivers and stuff. <laughs> it's it. it's farther than the the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. Yeah. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Sports Bar and Grill. It's still around, isn't it? So I hear. I, I, I hear <laughs> I hear bad things about the future of that place. I do. Yeah, I do too. So uh, from former so we've got a we got a couple comments here. Um Jeff, you're delayed. You got that ATT internet. Uh Jeff, you're running internet off your hotspot on your cricket wireless phone. <laughs> Very funny, fellas. Um <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a delay, and we try to fix it before every show, but we never seem to be able to. It's we're working on some things to correct those ki- types of issues. So, just hang in with us. That's something we Good say morning. when we we're working on nothing. It's just we don't know what to do. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know what to do. <laughs> Tonight just, was just the f- fucking deal with it. Right. Tonight was the funniest test that I've seen so far. <sighs> just try to do that countdown, and you think you guys are. <laughs> In sync and yeah. you're, you know, no, didn't, yeah, we didn't did an in sync countdown, but it turns out that there's no matter what, there will be like a split second delay between Kurt and I, and we didn't learn that until after we tried to sync. So, <laughs> yeah, trying <laughs> to sync up the voices silly. was uh, pretty comical. Yep. Uh, today in blues history, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, February 26th, 1994, Brendan Shanahan recorded a hat trick. Uh, had five points in the game as the St. Louis Blues set their single-game franchise record for goals with 11 versus the Ottawa Senators. They were so bad for so long. 
I remember this game vividly. So do I. I remember just seeing them put up an 11 spot and just being, holy cow, the Senators are this bad, huh? Prokhorov scored twice in this game. How did they get that one goal? That's bad. (laughs) When Prokhorov scores twice on you, they're bad. So he. uh, Their goal was from, I can't even, Davidov? I never even heard of that guy. Well, uh, Yashin and, and Sylvain Turgeon with the assists. That was the one goal from Ottawa. Prokhorov from Duchesne and, and Shanahan was another one. Prokhorov from Karamnov. Prokhorov, uh, Karamnov from Korolev and Prokhorov in the third period. There you go. That, the Russian, that line the Russian connection. Work once at least. <laughs> that was such a disappointment, those three Russians. I mean, well, Korolev was, had a nice career, but the other two were worthless. And the hype behind those guys was stupid, ridiculous. Mm. Well, it was, you know, yeah. it, it, the Blues behind the curve and bringing in Russian right. players. And Detroit like, oh, we thing. got the, these three guys. They were great for the non-Soviet team in the 92 Olympics. <laughs> the, the unified? The unified. Unified team, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, what a bill of goods that turned out to be. I <laughs> uh, just want to respond to a YouTube comment here uh, from Austin Lynch. Cacaw! No. Alright, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I, I'm, I mean, I, that was an entertaining game uh, last week. The, the, it's fun, the man. I, I'm, I'm liking the I, XFL. I had it on, and it was entertaining. It was a lot of stuff going on. It was pretty fun. Uh, f- winning is fun. Uh, December 26, 2008, Cam Jansen was traded to the St. Louis Blues by the New Jersey Devils for Bryce Salvador. Uh, I was pissed off at the time of this trade. I'm still oh, pissed we off. All were. I mean, Cam Jansen has been a, a a great guy to have around for promoting the team and a rah rah guy. He's a good St. Louisan. I get it. Um, it's fun to listen to now, uh, but uh, as far as the hockey part of it goes, uh, man, this was awful. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, terrible trade. This was back during the day where the Blues were just having to make trades to bring in you know to, to keep the fans interested and, right? and, and they so. weren't gonna the salvadors he was asking for more than they wanted to give him his contract right. was up and they mentioned in the article that oh this is a definite rental he resigned in new jersey nope. he right. played there for how many years he played right. there for finished a, his career yeah a long time he's um, still there he's part of their tv core uh tv team yeah. now so yeah. that's that's uh that's uh couldn't have been more wrong with the rental comment um, yeah, and, and uh, no, I, Cam's great, and I think he would have come back here no matter what. I think if he doesn't sign here, I think he ends his career here somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I, I remember because it was uh, either because it was like they're either going to sign Jackman or Salvador, and the rumor was well they're going to trade Salvador because they could probably actually get more for him because uh, he's got a little bit more of an offensive upside, and so I was like, okay, well let's see what we can get fourth line guy who's really not even a fourth liner at that point really a 13th forward <laughs> terrible trade he was a awful he was a he was a tony twist that was not as good a fighter but he could but he was a little faster of a skater do you remember the cam cam <laughs> yeah yeah I the do. cam cam there was a camera always on cam jansen for his whole four minute shifts or i'm sorry four minute games that we had the cam cam for a while oh mm. Terrible. What terrible were his stuff. uh what were his point totals of his uh, career with the blues? Jansen? 
They have like two goals. He had goal. a goal once. They had like I had a few goals. I thought, and he had he had the uh, I don't know. I could look it up. I guess. Yeah. I'll look it up. Keep going. Right. I'd be surprised if he had a uh, two goal game. Uh, twisted. Yeah. Uh, twisted. I don't think he DJ Crombie had a hat trick. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I killed the guy with the trident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cam Cam, he had uh, two goals with the Blues, seven points. I'm sorry, seven assists, nine points, minus 15, 470 penalty minutes with the Blues in 165 games. Uh, December, uh, December, uh, February 26, 2012, Ben Bishop was traded by the St. Louis Blues to the Ottawa Senators for a second-round pick in the 2013 draft, which ended up being Tommy Vanelli. Right, who they what they just gave up on him last year, right? Did, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess back to back poor trades. Granted, this one wasn't as didn't quite know what we had, I guess, but yeah. Uh, December twenty. God, December. What the fuck, December? Right. February twenty sixth, nineteen ninety nine. Craig Conroy recorded his first career hat trick. Brent Johnson made his first NHL start and recorded his first win in the St. Louis Blues 4-2 win versus the Calgary Flames. Not surprising. He goes first career hat trick, and what team does he go to after he leaves here? Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. Seems to happen a lot. That will conclude uh, today in Blues history. Courtesy of the STL Blues History Twitter account, uh, if you don't follow him, please do. It's a good follow on Twitter. Uh, Rapid-fire tidbits from around the NHL. We can go through these pretty quick. Um, notice the flame in the in the notes, uh, meaning... <laughs> if only our listeners could <laughs> see what you put. <laughs> meaning rapid-fire. Uh, okay, so we'll zip through these. Uh, the e-bug, David Ayers, went, uh, wins versus Toronto. Uh, came in uh, after both uh, their goalies got uh, injured. Uh, Steve Dangle loses it. You guys watched the Steve Dangle? Uh, I, haven't oh, seen, I haven't seen the video. Good stuff. That was Good stuff. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was. I, I like him, but he, it was just it. This that was funny, yeah. and he makes excellent points uh, about it. Well, and and uh, I told you guys that I was listening. I purposely, and I'm glad I thought about it. Monday morning, I, I step into the office and I say, you know what? I'm going to listen to some Toronto sports radio today. Oh, that's a good idea. My God. They were ripping the Maple Leafs. I mean, it was rightfully so. So much fun to listen to. <laughs> rightfully so. I mean, a lot of times, a lot of times, Toronto fans and media they're, they're ridiculous as far as their expectations and what they, you know, what they what they expect of the Maple Leafs. But I, I didn't hear what they said. Uh, but uh, them being like ridiculously upset about the Leafs, uh, I'm sure it was justified. One of my favorite comments was I don't remember who it was, but one of the guys said. Uh, yeah, after the game, uh, John Tavares talked about. I think actually maybe it was the next day. They were talking to Tavares at practice, and and he was like, "Yeah, we're in playoff mode. You know, we're looking down the stretch and blah 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 blah." And he just goes, "Yeah, playoff mode. You're gonna lose to a 42 year old nothing, <laughs> and you're in playoff mode. What the hell? Take that C off his chest." I was like. Whoa, man. A 42-year-old Zamboni driver that works <laughs> for the team. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I caught it today because you retweeted it um, the from our show account, but uh, the Keith Olbermann thing, it's not the first time oh, yeah, in franchise history that the Leafs have been beaten by their own fucking goalie. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it happened against Montreal yeah. uh, a long time ago. That was yeah. I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's good. Thank you, Olbermann. Yeah, I think that that is really the only thing that could have made this worse had it been Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, true. God. Uh, and uh, so as far as the NHL's reaction to this goes, and I had a couple well, of things to say about too. But real, go, go ahead, Jeff. Real quick, I just want to comment on David Ayers' performance a little yeah. bit. Right. I thought he was okay. You know, I mean, he. Whatever he did, what he needed to do, but the thing that that shocked me, because you see this in men's league, and, and you guys will probably agree with this, whenever there's a bad goalie or maybe the other team doesn't have a goalie, and you know they're having to skate six players or whatever, sometimes that is some of the worst hockey the opposing team will play, and I thought just because you think okay this goalie's bad, just shoot the puck, we're gonna score some goals. Well, because you're shooting from the red line and the neutral zone, you're not getting good chances. Any competent goalie is going to make saves. And same thing with having six players. Guys know how to block shots. So oftentimes I've seen teams not have a goalie but win the game or have a really, really bad goalie and win the game because that's all players do is they try to just shovel it to the net. And that's not going to work most of the time. And so it was interesting to see that at the professional level that it just seemed like the Maple Leafs were just like, put the puck on the net. We're going to score. Not really. I mean, the guy knows how to play goalie. He's just not an NHL goalie. We, we uh, uh, back in a long time ago, we changed goalies on the fly. Like, and they shared equipment. It was, was, uh, that bad, huh? was it you and Jeff or Jeff and my brother? Um, it was Jeff and your brother. Okay. Because we it was it wasn't ice or roller or anything it was it was right. a long time ago where kids were playing on foot in a in an indoor soccer field in the league, and uh, I mean this is not even close to but we're just I mean the scenario was you know that was that was big leagues for street foot uh, street hockey basically. Right. <laughs> but right. but we, we had we, we decided to change goalies during play and they the goal our two goalies shared a number of their equipment with each other so. One goalie took off the equipment, the one that was in the game, took it off, laid it in the crease, ran to the bench. The other guy ran on, got dressed in the crease, didn't allow a goal. Right, right. No, <laughs> we, it's impressive. We were was, a possession kind of team. Right, right, right. They came down yeah. a couple times and we took a shot one time and it hit a piece of equipment in front of the goal and went wide, which can't be legal. <laughs> can't be legal at all. But probably uh, not. Yeah, no. That, but yeah, I, and, yeah I, I thought he played terrible. I thought he was terrible. Uh, I, I think, I think he, I think the saves he made, uh, the first two goals he, the first goal he allowed was awful. Second one, I okay, couldn't do much on. Third and that the third or fourth shot he almost kicked in because he couldn't find it. Uh, oh yeah. I I and 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 he only had like f- like five or six shots after that play, or whatever, and uh, and they weren't anything difficult. Uh, he had the one flare out blocker save. Uh, that was it. I. That was it. You're you're being a I'm dick. I'm fine with it. I'm not being a dick. Yeah, I'm just being, being honest. I'm dick. fine with it. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The man was nervous. Put it oh, in context. The man was nervous <laughs> in front of the most. I get you know, it. I'm not saying. Ravenous he probably thought he was going to get lynched if he won the game. In the world. I'm not saying he should have been good. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been nervous. I'm just saying he wasn't very good. <laughs> 
in the game, which yeah. which I, he's he's not going to get a professional contract with right. with the no, performance. And, and which and and which is why I understand why Maple Leafs fans were uh, so upset about losing to this goalie and only scoring two goals on the first two shots and couldn't score any in the third period uh, because he was awful. I mean, I, I get it. Carolina's dropping five guys back and blocking everything in sight and trying to play a solid D. But they still scored a couple goals on, uh, on Toronto in the process, so it's like, oh, they scored early there in the third, and I thought, right. oh yeah. boy, yeah, this is gonna be crazy. That was, yeah, that, was bad. that was the dagger, the yeah. that early goal in the third, and that that just enabled it, it Carolina just, to that to, to focus on defense. That shows Toronto's terrible defense on that goal too. I mean, my God, they just walked right in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I posted the uh, the link to the Steve Dangles uh, rants about the game in the in the YouTube chat. For those, uh, who, let's go Blues Twitter. No, on the YouTube chat. So, so on oh, the YouTube chat. Yeah. Okay. So for those who haven't seen it, uh, the the rant, it's it's funny, and he's a huge Maple Leafs fan. And uh, all right, it's uh, it's like a ten minute show or ten minute little thing, right? It's long. So, it's not. Well, it, yeah, it's funny. We'll, we'll pause for 10 minutes. Go ahead and go watch it. We'll I'm just saying. Reference it later. It's in there for later. You can scroll back through the comments later and watch it. Right. Or, you know, by the time we wrap up this part of the rapid fire segment, you can rejoin us. <laughs> right. Right. All, all that I want to add, because I did tell Kurt that I wanted to bitch about the NHL a little bit. The fact that the NHL is now saying that their next GM meetings, they're going to have a talk about this and, and and you know oh we gotta we gotta fix this and my first thought is okay why if the Carolina Hurricanes got their asses kicked if the game was three three and the game ends ten three Toronto okay I agree with you this is a big deal let's get this fixed that's a playoff battle Ray Ferraro made the comment well you know because he's on the side of yes let's fix it he made the comment about well which I love Ray Ferraro but I was not agreeing with him on this. Oh well, you know, do you really want a playoff matchup to come down to a to a uh, emergency backup? But it the thing yeah. is, it didn't. It came to he Toronto not playing good hockey. He said a playoff yes. matchup. Playoff in the playoffs. No, you no, have no. Any- he was he was basically saying that like no. What he was saying was like a uh, uh, battle for playoff positioning. Okay, it can be decided by an emergency backup goalie. Which again, if Carolina loses this game ten to three. I agree with you, Ray, but guess what? It went the other way. There's no problem. This has been nothing but a great story outside of Toronto. And for Toronto, just to, ah, that was ridiculous. We look stupid because we lost to an emergency backup. Yeah, you look stupid because you played bad hockey against an emergency backup. So for for the NHL to say that they're going to revisit this and talk about it, it's fine. I mean, the two stories that come out of this, Scott Foster and now David Ayers, have been two of the best stories to come out of the NHL in the last couple of years. So, right, all the good. What are you trying to fix? And you know, that, the, just yeah. the the positive light that the game gets shown. You know, hockey hockey fans are often cast as the hey, like my sport. Well, this is the opportunity for a lot of people to like our sport, right? So, why? I, uh, and let me <laughs> let me tell you from my perspective as a kid like going to games that was always like the back of my mind yeah. what happened <laughs> what happens and then I learned that Lindsay Middlebrook was the Blues e-bug Lindsay mm. played for the, the Blues and the Rangers 
back in the 70s. And, you know, we're talking games in the late 80s, early 90s, and he would be the e-bug. I'm like, oh, I know I could do better than him. I, know I, could. <laughs> I mean, just as, as a goalie, you know, just to, the idea that you could potentially just get into a game at that level is like just the stuff dreams are made of. Don't you and, don't and I'm I'll just say I'm super happy for Dave Ayers and, uh, no, and Scott I, Foster. They have gotten to live the dream that all of us have. I I I'm totally with you. I think it's a really cool story, uh, and I'm I was totally happy for him. What I didn't like about what people were saying about it after the fact was uh, they couldn't get off the fact. It seemed like they were just harping on the fact that he's a a minor league Zamboni driver. But they never talked about the fact that he actually plays goal. Right. Uh, no, it was like, he, oh, they just pulled a, they just pulled the Zamboni driver and he played and he stuck him in net. And I'm like, no, no, he he can play. Right. You know, he, he can play goal. He, he plays he plays against NHL players in the with the you know the Marlies sometimes. Right. And and they were talking about like one of the one of the things the the worst uh, you know pieces of press coming out of the Toronto media was they're ripping apart Willie Nylander who's come, I think it was Willie Nylander or else the captain had uh, coming back from an injury and you know, they were ripping him for being chummy with him the morning after because yeah, yeah, airs yeah, yeah, yeah. airs yeah. dressed Ridiculous. out and, and skated. It's like, what the fuck? Come on. Dude, they would, they, you know what? Such they were existential that night crisis. They were pissed that night to lose, but those guys know him. A lot of them know him. They see him at the rink. They say right. hi to him every day. Like, they were happy for him the next day. Yeah, it sucks you beat us, but, man, that is so cool for you. It's ridiculous. Uh, the trade deadline, uh, there were uh, 32 trades. Jesus. 55 players. <laughs> it doesn't it's, feel that way. No, it doesn't. Uh, and I'm not sure if they were mm. counting just trade deadline day. It may have been the days leading up to, but right. I'm sure it, it was. It had the, to be. It was the trade window. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the pan the yeah, I the people I was talking about the the winners and losers and and uh, a lot of talk about the Panthers about what they were doing as far as you know dedicating seventy million dollars to goaltending uh, before the season started, then bringing in one of the greatest coaches of all time in the off season to coach your team, and they're two points out of uh, third. Sp- spot in the Atlantic behind Toronto, uh, Toronto of all teams. Okay. That a team that is catchable. <laughs> right. Um, and they had a game in hand. Uh, so they're essentially tied for the last, uh, it was the wild card, uh, the third in the division, which would have been, uh, the wild card was a bit farther up, but, uh, still, and they trade away their second line center in his prime who had two years left on his contract for, for rental. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand that. That was weird. That was a weird trade. Uh, and they yeah. Eric Hall is a good player, but man, Trocheck does everything right. I love the way he plays the game. So it's almost like they're like, eh. Which I guess is not that unlike what the Blues did uh, with Stasny, but they were a little farther out. Um, and uh, but I think you think making the playoffs would mean a lot more than to Florida than it would have the Blues. A couple years ago, yeah. because just because of Florida, all the money they spent, this summer? all the money they spent, yeah. and they're never in it. They're never in it they, to get in. Like Columbus, you know, they were never in it. They never won a series. They're just they wanted to win a series. Um, and Florida, when's the last time the Florida has done anything? And yeah. now they're on the they're on the they're right on the 96. verge, the cusp, you know. And they and they sell off. That's got to be a, a hard thing for fans to you know. The fans are 
like, okay, following right. the standings, following the scores, trying to trying to get in the playoffs, and all of a sudden the team gives up. The only thing I can think is that they thought they had the there were there were two pieces to this. Yeah. And but the other piece fell through. That's embarrassing but, though. <laughs> that's but, bad. I mean that it's I mean Dale, I guess. Dale Talon is is not renowned for being a modern hockey GM. He's an old school guy. And uh you know, he may have thought he had somebody's word, but I don't know. It our, Panthers our, are our one friend, of those teams uh, that sometimes I have to be reminded they exist. I, so. I know. <laughs> Our friend uh, Puck Guy fourteen from the uh, Teal Town USA podcast, uh, Sharks podcast. If you want to hear what they're talking about over there, it's a great podcast. Uh, he says what I basically just said when they won the East in nineteen ninety six, the last time they were relevant. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the last time the Panthers were relevant. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Puck Guy fourteen, uh, Joe Thornton was not traded at the deadline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, despite his desire to be traded to a top team. Uh, he was quoted as saying after the deadline was over, as you get older, you realize you only have so many shots at this thing, and it would have been nice to have a, a chance. I wanted a shot. I've been hunting this thing down for 22 years. And a, lot, and a lot of people have said uh, this about that, and they're kind of critical of his comments. Uh, and I'm kind of on board with this, I think. You know, there, there were three to four teams that showed interest in Thornton, they said. Uh, but uh, he didn't want to waive his uh, no trade for them, apparently. Uh, maybe Puck Guy can shed some more light on that because he might know a little more than we do about it. But uh, 22 seasons, uh, he played 179 playoff games, a trip to the initial final. Uh, honestly, I mean, I, I, he, I think he said this before about getting his shot. He wanted his shot. I mean, honestly, he's had what, 2016? plenty of shots. Right, 2016 you know, was his shot. He was just in the final, and he's had a long career. On some good teams that just couldn't get it done, he's had his. I, I the narrative is just wants a shot. You know, I'm like he had his shot. He's had a lot of shots. I mean, there's a lot of people that want shots, and he's a lot of them. That's why, yeah, like the, I, the Ray Bork thing comes to mind because it was Ray Bork's not been in a final. He's never been on a good Bruins team that's been good enough to get him there. He never actually had his shot till he joined the Avalanche, and that's why that was such a great story. And this feels force fed with. With Joe, I I'm one of the few people in St. Louis that likes Joe Thornton. I like him as a player. I love what he's done. I, I think he's a, a just a, a dynamic guy. But my God, having your shot! Come on, man, you've had your shot. You you've been on some excellent teams that didn't go past the second round. You went to the final in 2016. You had your shot, man. You didn't get it. I think yeah. I think and, yeah. and like- a bitch about this like. Uh, what you you expected the Blues or the Bruins or the Lightning to just be like yeah let's take them the the Bruins uh, that would have been interesting going right. back to Boston you right know? the, I, the I, team that that yeah. drafted him where he, he he never got over the hump to, right. to become a star there yeah yeah I don't know I to me the whole thing is the you know that it's the good Canadian boy uh narrative gone off the fucking rails right you know he's he's the quintessential oh he's he's the old school you know not the fastest guy but great hands and tough as nails uh but you know never 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 got his cup so now you know is he a is he a hall of famer no no I'm maybe I think so. Maybe fifteen hundred points is that what he's got? But I think a lot of it is Ish. that a Stanley Cup would have solidified that. 
Yeah, I mean, I I I think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, but I, yeah, but it, I, I, I mean, it's it's it it is a great easy storyline if he if he winds up on a contender, especially the Bruins. But the Bruins don't need him. The Bruins, like, no. what are the Bruins going to do with another center? I mean, they just they got rid of their problem slow old center, moved him to Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah, don't want to. Don't want to. Although, if he did sign there, he wouldn't be. Uh, if he did go there, I'm sure San Jose beating all kinds of salary. Oh, he doesn't make that much this year. No, he? it's, he it's a one year deal, does. right? He, I, he's. I, I just, yeah, I, I kind of. I don't know. I mean, the, it just it, the whole you know, just that just bugged me. I was like, right. you had a Basically, lot of shots, I mean, and there's a, and there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people on that team. I'm sure they'll like to be moved to a contender um, that could contribute. Ha ha, like, Marlow did. Yeah, yeah right. That's and true. seeing Marlow in a Penguins jersey tonight just doesn't look right. I don't know. There, there's something about it. Like he, I, maybe, maybe he just looks too old now. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it's uh, just doesn't look great. Puck uh, guy fourteen. Jumbo is hoping for an elite contender and getting Sharks a sweet return, i.e., Boston, St. Louis, Colorado, Tampa Bay. Uh, then he says a cup would solidify. Um, I think he's talking about Hall of Fame. A cup would solidify it, he says. I think that means Hall of Fame. I think he's Likely in. Likely is why Marlowe went for it in Pittsburgh. Oh, he's in. I don't know why he was not one of the NHL 100. He was fantastic. He he deserves to be there over Jonathan Taves or it, Duncan Keith. It's got to it's got to be the fact that he's. I mean, like Bill was saying, it's, it's got to be the fact that he just hasn't won a cup to to get that recognition. As far as that's concerned, you know, he hasn't put the team on his back and carried them through a series that they shouldn't have won. Or whatever, but maybe that's it. But so anyway, uh, Jay Bowmeister and Doug Armstrong at a press conference today. It was speculated he announced his retirement today uh, by a lot of people, but that didn't happen. They just announced that Bowmeister will re- not return to play during the regular season or the playoffs uh, this postseason. He'll make a decision on his future in this off season. So. The rescheduled game uh, that uh, was postponed uh, when he had his incident uh, will be on March 11th, 9 p.m. in Anaheim. So uh, there, I, I, there's still some people that think he's going to p- try and play again, and I, I don't see that at all. I think it's just – to me, I took this, and you guys, if you disagree, uh, let me know. I just took this as um, uh, I'll make my decision in the offseason if I'm going to retire. I'd rather not – have a big to do now it's we're in the stretch of the season focus on the team i don't want to take a spotlight away from anything with the best of the team i'll make the decision off season and he's never been a spotlight guy anyway well right. and so correct me if i'm wrong but if he were, were to announce retirement right now he doesn't get paid the rest of the year right i don't so know somebody asked that question i don't think I'm it was fairly answered. certain i'm fairly certain that's the case that if he announces retirement he still sits on the Blues' cap. He's, um, and he doesn't, uh, and he doesn't actually earn his. I mean, that might Blues be right because still opt to pay him, but it's just logistically, it makes sense for him to just say, "Yeah, I'll not, I'll decide something over the summer." Blah blah blah. I think he knows he's retiring. It's just not the pertinent time for him to say that right now. That makes sense because I guess uh, that's why Pronger didn't retire. Uh, when he was on LTIR, 
Um, actually, do you know there is no LTIR officially in the CBA? It's all IR. LTIR is just you're on it's IR longer. Use. It's not. There's yeah. no official LTIR status. Do you know that? Hmm. I did not know that. According to uh, something I was reading the other day when I was looking up uh, 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 IR stuff. So that was interesting. Yeah, I, I I think he's knows his career is over as much as I hate to admit that, and I'm sure he does too, and his family does. But I mean, he's it's just I think it's just a matter of like like you just said, Kurt. Part of it is we're in this stretch run. Let's not make this about me. He's not a spotlight guy anyway. On top of that, but let's just make sure he gets his paychecks for the next couple of weeks before the season ends. Uh, the uh, Winter Classic announcement was made the other night uh, during the Blues and Wild game. And the Blues are in the Winter Classic next year, 2021. So that's uh, I was watching this with my daughter, and there was speculation that the Blues are going to be in it. It was yeah. kind of a – it yeah. wasn't a done we, deal, but it was – We had heard that for yeah. a while, right? It, it, for, uh, what, a month? Over a month, we had heard that the Blues were seriously being considered as one of the teams to get it. Um, so it wasn't a surprise that we got it, but it was like, you yeah, didn't know for sure. So, uh, I, I was watching with my daughter and I told her all about it and I was like, okay, we, and they announced it and but she, she celebrated. It was kind of funny. So it was fun, but I'm excited. I, I, I love, I love the one. And apparently, uh, apparently, uh, uh, wild fans don't seem particularly happy that the blues are the opponent in this. So according to some wild fans on social media, the blues are non-fascinating. Which I think is hilarious I coming from a wild fan. Mm. That's a wild yeah. fan saying that. I mean, they are one of the least fascinating teams. I mean, whatever fascinating, how you define that in NHL terms. Uh, the wild are not, they don't, they have never blown my skirt up ever, ever, ever. Yeah. The best thing about that, that the wild have contributed to the NHL uh, in their existence, in my opinion, were the all star jerseys yeah that was good those yes those were the best yep. you you have you have one of the west ones um yep. but even the even the ones that the uh east on though the white and red ones oh those yeah were, those, those were, were those beauties were but uh apart from that yeah no they they really um you know uh some good playoff matchups between the two teams sure um, a couple of them yeah, yeah, but you know the and I guess the at the um, they were the team that uh, knocked off Colorado when Colorado was on the verge of being a dynasty, right? First round, wasn't it? Yeah, first round. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Brunette, double yeah. overtime winner. Yeah, um, but ah, God, it's 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 hard to believe they've been around twenty years already. Yeah, I, I, I mean. A bad name too. I don't like. I mean, I've always. Right. I've never cared for the wild. Bad right. name, bad logo. Bad I don't like their logo yeah. either. Yeah, that's a hard logo to. To. You know. I knew a girl in high school who swore up and down that her homosexual father was the one that designed that logo. So I don't know if that was true or not, but I remember she used to. She question. used to always brag about it, and I was always like, it's, I, have, I wouldn't brag I about question. that. I have a question. What is it? What does the fact that her father being homosexual have to do with the story. Just look at the story. Look at the logo, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. What? Uh. Look at the logo. As, you know, it reminds me of a story. It belongs my gran- on an H&M shirt. <laughs> it reminds me of something my grandma would say. 
uh, about, uh, you know, oh, I was at a restaurant the other day and the waitress came over to our table. She was black, by the way. And uh, <laughs> and she took our order, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Why? No, because <laughs> she, <laughs> she told the reason, the real reason that I mentioned that is because she used to say all the time, yeah, my dad and a bunch of his gay buddies were all sitting around and drew that up on a napkin. And then they decided to pitch it and it worked. So that was what she said. It basically, a bunch of gay guys came up with it. Okay. So Which means I, I can, what? I don't know. What, I, are you saying the logo looks like it was designed it by a homosexual? Or do they I have mean, a certain style I mean, that they tend to? This is getting well, in a weird, a, better, a weird gray area. They have area a better style than I do. Oh, I get what you're saying. So it's, it, it's he's it's he's insinuating because you're a graphic designer. Oh, and then I'm homosexual. Yeah, oh, that's, I see. Well, it's a long you? way to go for an <laughs> underhanded insult, there, Potter. Yeah, that was a that was a really you went around the bend. You're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying that being gay is an insult? No, I never said that. I didn't say that. That's I what s- Bill's saying. <clears throat> Did you say that? And that's how it. It's oh, he, like it was. He interpreted on. that's uh, okay. Right. I nope. interpreted, but we Jeff, talked about. But Jeff's but what brought up that conversation was right. the fact we said we disliked the logo. Mm. Uh, yeah, there must be some Russian <laughs> interference on this <laughs> podcast now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, guys, I'm gonna head off for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. Yep. That's <laughs> it. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I'm 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 pumped about the the Winter Classic. Love the last one. It's not going to have the same level of intensity because it's not i mean it's not the hawks it's not the uh, an arch rival uh at the time it was a big deal um because uh that was the that was a transitionary state between the two franchises in a way yeah um and it yeah. was yeah unless uh minnesota somehow comes up with you know a a a huge uh you know star in the making kind of player for next season yeah it's yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. I mean, shit! They almost traded Zach Parise on deadline day. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. they actually almost moved him. That somebody wanted him, <laughs> but then again, I, it was I, gonna be for Andrew Ladd, from what I heard. Which right. I didn't even know he was so, still in the NHL. <laughs> so do, you, do you think it did go through because the NHL said, "What the hell are you doing? We just gave you a you know a Winter Classic, and you're not gonna have anybody." But we have to put Ryan Suter on all these. We promos yeah. there's there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting talk going on in the uh the youtube chat and i i think that's where it's going to stay <laughs> <laughs> we ha- we haven't been able to bring a lot of it forward no they're they're oh uh, my they're kind of they're kind of oh my <laughs> yeah oh my uh, god oh my god yeah okay well uh yeah I, there's a lot in there that, that bill and i've been <laughs> monitoring that we're like yeah that probably shouldn't be who started up. that it was, it was it the Oh, Jeff, you made you brought this up. The whole oh, it was. I'm saying stuff that was before this. I don't. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, but no, uh, real quick. So I, I do want to talk about. Uh, we kind of mentioned, and but by the way, I want to say that I'm very excited too. I, I'm a fan of the Winter Classic. Um, the fact that the Blues are involved in yet another NHL event, I'm sure it's pissing other people off, but I love it because how long, even when the Blues were good in the early 2000s. How long have we been sitting back and watching Detroit and Colorado and all these other teams get the the star status that they've gotten in the NHL? Um, We're kind of the league's uh, darlings right now. Now oh. we are, and I love it. It's beautiful. You know, uh, it's funny because the Blues are. This is this is not just immediate recency as far as this team goes either. It's 
Uh, and the the non-fascinating comments from Wild fans about the Blues just kind of like make me do a little uh, Michael Myers head turn and go, huh? Uh, you know, the Blues are number one in wins in the Western Conference over the past 11 years. I don't know if people know that or not. Number one, over the past 11 years, we have the most wins in the, 11th, in the uh, uh, Western Conference. The Wild are 15th. Uh, over that same span. If the Blues win their next game, we'll be 200 games over 500 since the 09-10 season. On top of that, they host the they hosted and won the Winter Classic in, in 17. Uh, last season, you know, the, the amazing run they went on, the turnaround that has never been done before in NHL history uh, with a goalie with a fantastic story. Uh, hometown boy netting the over, double overtime series clinching goal against the Stars. Uh, hat tricks in the playoffs, late game comebacks. Uh, they and this season were first in the West. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I non fascinating my ass. Right, uh, all star game, shit, all star game. Now yeah. you've got the the Jay Bomeister saga. And there, there's all kinds right. of storylines with this team. It's ridiculous. Right. It, the Blues are the most compelling storyline franchise in the NHL right now. Tons of stories you recently, think, and also you think Mike going Yo back, drop the puck. <laughs> oh. And also going back, like I said, the last eleven years, the number one team in the West as far as wins go. So, right. I mean, it's not just a. It's I. I don't. People just. I don't. Know, I don't know. Well, I I know that again. For some people, seeing the Blues, it's like okay, Blues again. They're involved again with something else. Um, We're not the Black. But Hawks. I will say. But I was gonna say, at least it's not the damn Blackhawks. Like. Yeah. The fact that that I was more mad when the Blackhawks kept getting that kind of stuff after they kept missing the playoffs. I'm yeah. like, they're not even a good team anymore. Why are you still focusing on them? If they were, it's hard to argue. Okay, I okay. Oh, the the NBCSN is featuring the Hawks uh, uh, a lot. Oh, it's pissing it's pissing me off. Are oh, they getting the outdoor games? It's pissing me off. Well, if they're one of the best teams in the league, it's kind of hard to argue on that front. Right, uh, but you still want to see the teams in there. It's not like the Blues are, are in this every year. The, what three three years ago we're in it and we're in it again. So now if we get it again in two years, then people can start talking. Hey, what's going on? But I think yeah, a second time. Uh, this is the Wilds' second outdoor game too, right? So I mean, right, they had a stadium on. series. Yeah, game, right? still yes, yeah, yeah. It's outdoor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, somebody so, somebody earlier was giving a shit saying that we were bashing the outdoor games, uh, and now we love them. What? Uh, no, we were we were no a couple episodes we talked about uh, the stadium series right. and how they don't it it just feels like an afterthought because oh. there's too many damn outdoor games. We there are too many. The idea but, of the outdoor yeah. games. Oh, we're I, just bashing the idea that there's going to be fucking five or six every year. I have said I, on this show a number of times that I love the outdoor games. I've also mm-hmm. said that I forget they're on because there's a number of them. <laughs> I forget when they are, and, and they don't market them. No, not as much. Not as much they as they should. They don't market them well. They don't market them well at all. But well, I, I put them on gives, if, I, if I remember they're on. I put I put them on. Who gives a shit about Colorado versus L.A. on a Saturday night in the middle of February? But I, I mean, put, I it, put was it on. The, it, I, I if, didn't I, right. I, it, if I if I remember, it's the on, worst it rated on? game in NHL history. Yeah, 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 it was. That's yeah, true. It was, it was true. <laughs> so it's just to me. Austin Lynch. Me, the Blackhawks also haven't won an outdoor game yet. Yes, yeah, they have. That is true, and I love that. They have won they an won? outdoor game. Yeah, yeah, not a winter classic. They won an outdoor game. 
That's right. That's right. They did. They won a stadium series game. Yeah. Yeah. But just get rid of the stadium series. It the whole thing is they're designed to be a revenue maker. Or just one. Have right. a winter classic and then one stadium series. One one other outdoor. Winter game. classic, heritage classic. That's all that's, you need. That's, exactly that's fine. What that's, I think. that's fine. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. I'm cool with that. Um, and so I want to, we don't have to get in a very long discussion about the jerseys for the team yet. This is a full year, pretty much about 11 months till we get there. But I did put out on Twitter for the show tonight, uh, poll for tonight's show. If the blues go with a retro Jersey for the 2021 winter classic, which do you want? And then I also have a picture attached. If you uh, want to find me on Twitter at J 94, um, so I did a poll on that, and we had almost 100 votes. It was 96 votes. Uh, I only ran for three hours, I think, so we didn't get a ton of votes on there. But it was actually a tie for the jerseys worn from 73 to 84 and the ones uh, worn from 84 to 87. And so for reference, uh, the first one that I mentioned was uh, kind of the, the next jersey after the original jersey. So very similar look. Uh, just the stripe pattern is a little different. Um, instead of having a blue, or I'm sorry, a yellow stripe, like in the original jerseys, it's a blue stripe with yellow around it. Um, and then uh, the other one, the the one, the other one that was tied, is the uh, the one that has the blues name across the chest over the logo. Uh, and the other ones I included was the '67 jersey, and then of course the red stripe clown jersey that we call. Um, so I'm actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take those two jerseys, put them in another poll, put them up against the one that I think will be the, uh, is a great option. And that's, well, I guess we all call them probably what the, the Janney and Shanahan era, those jerseys, those are fantastic. There we go. I think there you go. if you're watching I, the video right now, that's, that was the options I put up. Yeah. I, I think you have to go with that. The, um, the, the Janney Hull Shanahan Oats era, the the blue with just minimal red, um, and then similar the, to the one that has the blues over the crest, uh, the name blues over the crest that that won tonight and the right. poll I was discussing. Similar, but the blues name is not included. And the Wild absolutely have to go with the North Stars jersey. They, but that's a different franchise. Though. I'd I, love them I, to. I won't. I'd love them to. But they I won't. know they won't. It's I, gonna they love it. Absolutely have to. <laughs> they should. Why not just go with a North Stars jersey with a Wild logo on it? Like it's similar colors. Just do it. I think that'd be awesome. The uh, Dallas Stars didn't go North Stars either, right? They and they, they, that they have no excuse not to. Yeah, so. their jerseys were hideous. Yeah. Well, actually, well, the, that was was that their first outdoor game? Yes. So they, yeah, okay. Well, it's not really that the, the North Stars jersey for the Stadium Series. It's not really. I think. Yeah. Forcing, now this is forcing the gold and yeah, brown right. in there is just disgusting. I I know that this is in hindsight, but this is something I would have said before. I wish that the teams, the four teams that were uh, involved this year and next year, I would have. I wish that the game would have been played in Nashville this past year, and it would have been Nashville and St. Louis. Yes, and then you could have had Minnesota and Dallas. That's that, what should have been done. Yeah, that, those those matchups make a ton of sense. The Blues weren't going to be in it this year because we were hosting the All Star Game. And yeah. It was just right. too much. So it should have been Nashville and the Blues next year. 
I, I don't. Yeah, that that would have been. I don't know. That makes too much sense, Jeff. Yeah, that's a good point. Too much sense. Uh, trade Austin to- Lynch asks, "Why didn't the Stars use the Cleveland Barons jersey?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> and Puck Guy fourteen agrees with us. The Wild need to use a uh, North Stars fauxback. I, I, it's the only correct answer. I, I, I'd love to see it, but it's a different franchise. I don't know if they can do it. They won't do that. <clears throat> um, trade deadline came and went. Uh, Tarasenko's return uh, is in a few weeks. So the Blues did not make a move outside the Scandella trade uh, well before the deadline. Uh, Tarasenko's uh, – and, and this is, I said this. I said this, I don't know, a week ago that – we would hear something as far as a more definite timeline when Tarasenko would come back after the deadline was over. Right. And How as many, soon as the deadline expires, boom, Armstrong goes, uh, it's like about three weeks, about a few weeks, mid-March. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there it is. No, you know, you know, what, you know what actually happened was that Armstrong uh, heard this show, and he came, he's like, God, that's a great idea. That Kurt Price, he gets it. <laughs> and we we talked about it. It was like, because be, I, I, you have to think that if a great deal came along, he'd make it and hold Tarasenko back. Granted, now if he comes back in mid March or or you know the what, thirteen, fourteen, fifteenth, whatever it is, uh, he is going to get in like ten games, ten, eleven games, yeah. and I'm like, wow, that's significant. That'd be great if he was 100 percent healthy and ready to go and get ten games or more under his belt before playoffs start, as opposed to being activated in the playoffs. That's a much better scenario for Tarasenko and the team. But uh, it's interesting timing to then just announce that Tarasenko, uh, a more definite timeline as soon as the deadline's over. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yep. And, of course, we had to cue all of the, just like making a trade. Just like making a trade. Just like making a trade. Well, I, I mean, I guess it applies a little bit more since we haven't had him for pretty much the whole season. Uh, it'd be different if he was out for like four weeks, five weeks, you know. Yeah. Uh, but he hasn't been here the whole season. So getting him is kind of like a guy we haven't had all year. So there's that. He's our Garrett Stevenson. <laughs> uh, Blues and Blackhawks last night. Uh, this game... After after wins versus New Jersey, Arizona, Dallas, and Minnesota, the Blues made it five straight wins last night uh, versus the hated Blackhawks. This was the second time in a row. First, first of all, but before we get into the game itself, I, I do want to say real quick, obviously the shutouts were nice, but I thought that Minnesota game was one of the best games I've seen the Blues play all year. I would not disagree. <laughs> yeah. Four nothing. Yeah, and the for one it, I believe it had for been, one for one right. It had been building over several games. The but they started showing that uh, that ability to press teams and suffocate them in their own def- like the the Blues offensive zone, reminiscent of last year's team. It is like and, yeah. they still they still have what made them successful, what got them to the final last year. The Dallas game, too. The yeah. game against Dallas yeah. was they great. Like Dallas. It, was, it was building over several games. They, right? they have broken Dallas. Ben Bishop. Yeah. They steamrolled yeah. them They've clearly Dallas. broken him. Uh, but last night made it five wins straight. Uh, this was the second game in a row against the Hawks where they come from behind uh, to significantly to beat them. Uh, on December 14th, the Blues were trailing the Blackhawks 3 nothing 
in the third, only to storm back and win four to three. I missed this game. The ending of this game, I was at, uh, I was in, where was that? It was that yard game place. Uh, it's indoors, though, and it's in St. Louis. Uh, I forgot the name of it. <clears throat> but that's where, I was, that's where I was. I saw the, I thought they were going to lose. Three nothing in the third. Turn it off. Left. Hmm. Well, what are you doing, Kurt? Well, I didn't. Right. Okay, I didn't turn it off. I was out. I was at a bar. I was watching it, and we decided to leave. It was three nothing. I, I chalked it up as a loss. Saw at the next place where we're at that they came back and won. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" God, you were at a bar on a on a Thursday or Tuesday night. Man, what an alcoholic you are! That wasn't a Tuesday night. No, he's talking the previous game, December fourteenth, the first comeback. Okay, sorry. I was trying to make a joke. No, no. I was taking a big swig of my beer as I said that. No, make your jokes relevant and then be funnier next time. Not anyway. funny. Yeah, that's not fun. I'm just not a fun person. Uh, last night versus the Hawks, they stormed back from being down 3-1 to one to win 6-5, to five, uh, which was honestly a back-and-forth barn burner of a game, especially in the, the third period. Holy how many lead yeah. changes were there? You said it. That the only adequate description of this game was barn burner barn burner <laughs> Gus uh, Kyle Dan Kelly would yeah. be proud yeah I, I love that term barn burner I used to hear that all the time back in the day yeah um but yeah that was I mean my god uh six goals scored in the third period four by the blues uh started off the game Shen's goal one nothing uh on the power play uh early I uh, got a power play the first what first 15 seconds or so oh, of the game. it was off the yeah. opening draw yeah. wasn't it yep Pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Blues score on the power play. Boom, up one nothing, dominated play, uh, and then the Hawks score the next three. Which I'm thinking, what's going on? Blues are playing well. Mm. They just gave up three goals, lost a couple of uh, uh, offenses on faceoffs, which were just killer. Right. Uh, Taze well, on both of them. They they did say that on the um, the the Keith goal that uh, Taves should have been called for interference. Oh, he should have. He should have. But also on the Keith goal. Uh, Bennington should have had it too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. Slap shot, top of the circle. He saw it. Uh, I mean, but it was it was, I mean, it was I, nobody. I don't know. I I thought that you know the fact that O'Reilly was down on one knee took away a lot of the visual field. I, was I that mean, the it's one a, with Taves right in front? No, that was no. the second one. Yeah, that was, that was the one that everybody Robert Thomas just gave up on Taves. I think well I think I think what happened was is that Thomas was had a stick on Taves and then when Taves broke to the net Thomas I think thought our defenseman I forgot who was back there this time was going to take him but the defenseman uh cut to the I don't know cut to the boards or cut to the, wherever they're going uh and so Taves was when the shot came there was nobody within 10 feet of Taves it was all in front of the goal yeah, that was bad that was terrible so that was uh, I thought. Well, it's it's you you mentioned that that the, he thought the defense would take him. I think the defenseman thought the same thing. Yeah, well, was, Rob has him. It was just so bad. I'm going to go get someone else. Yeah, it was a bad communication. Uh, it, I mean, yep. it happens. Screw up. It happens. Um, but uh, I, I think it was Scandell and Falk. Yeah, that right. sounds right. right. Because Pareko uh, Pareko was in the box. There's at least one of the goals. Scandell per- was in the box for one of them, though. Yeah, Pareko was in the box, and I so Pareko, you couldn't yeah. have the Pareko and Scandell okay. matchup out yeah. there. Yeah. Um. So uh, and then Kane scores early in the second period to put the Hawks up three to one. Uh, another screen on Bennington. Boy, penalty kill, just awful. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I just, awful. The, the first three power plays they score. I mean, there were three for the first three. Um, and this was a double screen on Kane's goal. Uh, Falk was in yeah. the way, and so was uh, Demerkit. So, yeah, and fucking hell of a shot by Kane, though. Oh, it, oh mean, yeah, no, no, and, it was a good and, shot. And but. he he 
circle back to his own fucking blue line to get that head of speed. <laughs> he, uh, I he, feel like the Blues still give him way too much space. Well, and that's probably the whole NHL. Well, he because left, you have to respect him a little bit. He left the zone. He leaves the zone. I mean, he, okay, he's like afterthought right now, and then he maybe they thought he was going to the bench for a change, which would be a weird thing to do on a power play. But uh, it was a power play goal, right? This one was? Uh, no, that one was not, was it? I don't think it was. I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, and this is where it got interesting. So uh, Thomas scores late in the second to pull the Blues within one. And then O'Reilly scores in a partial break uh, early in the third. Great pass by Shen. Yeah, great pass by oh, Shen. Oh, beauty pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ties it up at three. And then uh, uh, Sanford gives the Blues a lead just uh, seconds later, uh, grabs a turnover in the Hawks' zone. Terrible play by, by Chicago. Uh, rips a shot by Crawford that he uh, maybe should have had. You know, I'm going to be tough on the goalies tonight. How part, far apart were those goals? Oh, it was like it was. They were still announcing it the was like goal. Right, eight, eight, uh, 17 seconds, something yeah. like that. It was crazy fast. Um, I love Sanford, man. That yeah. dude's been all over the place. Um, and then uh, the roof like came off the building when uh, Sanford gave the Blues the lead, and then Chicago scores the next two, so it goes back and forth. Blues uh, couldn't kill a penalty to save their lives in this game. Uh, no. And then uh, and then boom! Is, so we're trailing again. And then the Blues is their turn again. So Fox scored off a slap shot. Uh, off the point through traffic, uh, and then Sanford again, of course, Sanford. So, yeah. real quick, yeah, I want to talk about Falk real quick. So, we we bitched about Falk on the show. All Blues Nation has bitched about Falk. One thing that I do like about him, when he decides he's going to shoot, he decides it before the puck's even on his stick. And that's, I think, something the Blues have lacked. Even Tarasenko, I think, does that, where he'll kind of, okay, should I? Uh, I'll get the puck here. Should I pass? Should I shoot? There's no hesitation from Falk. So all the bad things we can say about him, at least he knows. Like, you can tell he's getting a pass. He's looking at the net already. He's wanting to make that shot. So I appreciate that, and hopefully that uh, that continues well in the playoffs for Falk. Yeah. I mean, how many times have, have we brought it up about Petrangelo? Like, Petrangelo's success early this year was because he was – doing what he did in the playoffs, shooting the puck, not trying to overhandle it. And he's gotten away from that again. He's, mm. he's again, constantly trying to make an extra move at the point to, to open up a lane. But what he's doing is taking time away from himself. Falk to Jeff's point is much more decisive and he's, he doesn't want the puck on his stick any longer than he has to have it. He, he before he gets it, he knows I'm passing or I'm shooting. And, yeah. you know, and I think what drove Pareko's success over the last few weeks is just the instinct to fucking let it go. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he needs to do every damn time. It'd be nice if he would just kind of bury his head and shoot it just as, I mean, just have that mindset. Jimmy Anderson reminds us that there was uh, 19 seconds between goals. There, I was very so. close. I was two seconds uh, off. Yeah. You said 17. I so did. Yeah, very close. Uh, Jimmy kind of talking about Kane. He says Kane rips bar when playing us. I think Kane just has more confidence playing in St. Louis than he does in most other venues. He he does um, he he puts up a ton of points. He does it against everybody. Yeah, I mean it's not just us. He doesn't. Yeah. He didn't lead the league in scoring. Was it last season or uh, for no reason? So right, he was. Uh, wasn't he was right there for most of the two years ago. I think, I think that's or right. goal. Maybe it was goals two years ago. Either way. Um. So the San- and Sanford scores uh, on a kind of a. I don't know, a long scramble. 
a long scramble in the slot, puck kind of bouncing around. Uh, Sanford finally corrals it and uh, gets a shot to go that's going to squirts by uh, uh, Crawford. Who Boom. else but Sanford, right? I know who else but Sanford. And the Blues win 6-5. to five. This, That game, that goal came about six and a half minutes left, and the Blues had to kill off a, a penalty with about three minutes left. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. You know this is going to overtime. Because <laughs> yep, like, that's what I was and they, thinking. And the, the one penalty they had to kill off, they did. So I was okay. All right, finally. And to yeah, be that, honest, you were you were asking the Hawks bad. to go four for four in the power play. That's a that's a tall order too. They have the league worst power play. Blues made them look like superstars. Well, I mean, the, a couple of interference calls off the faceoffs and a yeah, yeah. Still, and, just too many guys driving the net without giving Bennington anything to see, uh, and just not covering zone well leads to a couple. I mean. The one, uh, who was it that, that scored? I mean, literally a pass right in front, nobody on him. Sod. Uh, it was sod. a pass from behind the net. Wide oh, yeah, open yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. nobody on him. I mean, he well, had... He that, could have stood there and stick handled for a second before somebody came at him. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna give a little bit of a excuse for that one just because there's that soft spot between the D and the forwards that, that he found for a moment. I mean, it exists, and he got there. I'll give him some credit there for being in the right spot, but... It's yeah. also Brandon's it, it, it was. <laughs> it was very, very poor defending all night on. It was. It was loose. Kill. It was loose. Yes. It was. It was. It was an open game, which, from a fan's perspective, was <laughs> kind of a nail biting and frustrating. But at the same time, very exciting. So it was. It was a very back and forth game. It, it was fun. It's to funny because I hear from people that like these are the kind of games I want to see more of, and I'm like, Ooh, I don't. Give me a heart attack. That. No. Yeah. <laughs> give me a two-one game where I know the defense can hold it for a couple minutes. As opposed to a six-five game like that, that oh, you know, it's funny. I can't handle that. What's funny about this kind of game is that this when I, when it, when this was happening in the third period, when we came, when the Hawks, okay, when we took the lead in the third, okay, we scored two goals, uh, boom. Uh, well, one goal at the end of the second, and then tied it in the third, and then go up two goals in the third. It's like oh, boom. That's the kind of game that went went against us in years past. We were playing the Detroit's of the league, the Chicago's, and they were good. Mm-hmm. We'd, have, we'd battle a neck and neck, and all of a sudden, start third, two quick goals, just deflating bullshit goals. And you're like, son of a bitch. And I'm like, we did it to them. We that This is what used to happen to us all the time against the elite teams. We'd be competitive. Yep. We'd be right there. And then we just could not get over the hump, and something like that would happen in third period. But then again, it went back and forth like two more times <laughs> after that. But that was that was uh, that was a great game by Corey Crawford. I thought after they traded away Robin Lehner, it was you know obviously this is Crawford's crease. I thought man, he could really buckle under the pressure tonight. I thought he looked fine. I mean, six I thought, goals against yeah, but I thought he great. was good early. I early. thought third period he couldn't. Blues could have blown it out yeah. early. He couldn't stop yeah. Jack Squat in the third. I thought a couple of goals he should have, but early first two periods. He was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Your Kurt's tweet. Um, there's the Crawford we know and love. <laughs> You're right. That yeah. uh, I think that summed it up. <laughs> and right? then but yeah. then we gave up the lead right after that, so I was like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I just I I was kind of surprised that they didn't go with Subban. But uh mm. um yeah. He, Crawford had his moments. I thought he was the better of the two goalies last night, quite honestly. Agreed. Yeah. I mean he had he had tougher, a lot tougher uh chances to make saves on and he made them early especially uh hey, real quick uh, i need your guys advice on something two comments ago from jimmy anderson C- can i say that 
Can I, can we say that? Five years ago, we would not have won that game. No, 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 no. Two, no, sorry, three comments ago. Sure. Why not? Can I say that? This is not okay. a. This is not a. This is a ten fifty five well, at night. This is a. This is, that's a this hockey our, show, Jeff. Come on. This is our comment of the show here, Jimmy. Congratulations. <laughs> Sanford can fit it into a tight spot better than Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Man, you—he's been trying all night. He's been—he's uh, been laying some pretty good ones out there, but that—that that one takes it. Congratulations, Jimmy! <laughs> you win nothing. You win nothing. <laughs> you win nothing and like it. You lose. The uh, the Blues outshot Chicago thirty-seven to thirty. They were two for four in the power play. Uh, you know, the Hawks were three for four, but the Blues also went two for four. So that was they had a nice power play uh, on the evening as well. So the uh, only penalty the Blues killed off was the tripping call on Sundquist with three minutes to go in the game. So we talked about uh, the Hawks only had one giveaway in the game. That's such a BS stat. They had one giveaway in the entire in a six to five game. They had one giveaway. My ass, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the that's the hometown scores uh, giving the Blues a little love there. I can think of one giveaway. Uh no the the Hawks had one giveaway. I can think of I can think of one giveaway uh they had on the Sanford's goal, uh the, in the third period uh, the his his first goal of the night, in the third period that that turnover in their own end, that was a giveaway, more or less. Um the Hawks only had let's see uh, Sanford had two goals one assist Braun had two assists Shen with a goal and assist Thomas with a goal and two assists O'Reilly with a goal and assist uh, Bennington stopped twenty five of thirty shots against. Uh, next up for the Blues, the Islanders are in St. Louis tomorrow night, 7 p.m. They are 4-5-1 in the last 10 and are coming off an overtime loss to the Rangers on Tuesday night. They have 77 points and are currently uh, holding the first wild card spot in the East, fourth in the Metro behind Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington. So Blues are first place in the West, four points up on Dallas with one more game played, and uh, Colorado won, right? So they're uh, three points up on Colorado with uh, two more games played. So after that quote unquote exciting game last night, you can expect them a little bit more of a snooze fest against the Islanders. You would they think. don't play that style. Yeah, I don't know. There have been a a couple of a uh, couple times the Islanders have surprised the Blues over the last couple of years, and they're gonna be they're gonna be a little ramped up after uh, getting uh, having that overtime loss to the uh, Rangers last night. Yeah. Um, and you know the moves that they made, bringing in uh, Pajot. Um, who got in a fight in his first game? Um, I I don't know. I I kind of expect a spirited Islanders squad to show up here and uh, give the Blues a tough game. I think uh, I think what Jeff was uh, what you were getting at Jeff is that the Brewer Bay is gonna uh, kind of put the screws down on. Uh, on oh, that yes, that, that's part of it. About yes. how the Blues are gonna yeah, let's tighten things up a little bit. Let's not have repeat. So I, that'll be an interesting contrast if the Blues try and do that. And see what, Somebody, see what the Matthew Barzals of the world have to say about that. Right. It was yeah. one of the, it was one of the writers. Somebody said that um, they know even win or lose, Baruby's gonna have a field day in the locker room after this game, and I think that's definitely true. I mean, that's that is not Craig Baruby hockey we saw last night. No. Yeah. No. Definitely not. Um, the Blackhawks had a lot of space. Uh, like I said, Kane was getting a lot of space, and. I mean, the Blues offense was there. They were forechecking a little bit, but uh, they I think they just allowed the, the Blackhawks to skate into the zone too much, set up. Uh, that's what the Blues are usually really good at is is not allowing a strong setup in the zone 
And I feel like the Blackhawks just set up camp plenty of times last night. Yeah, you were mentioning the uh, the the Blues overall stats and where they sit right now. Um, did you see the uh, updated um, uh, Stanley Cup probabilities uh, that Money Puck Athletic put out oh, today? Down yeah. decisions model. Uh-uh. Um, the Blues are the only team in the Western Conference with a greater than eight percent chance of winning the Stanley Cup. Huh. The um, it's it, there are a shit ton of teams in the West. Of course, Tampa is running away with it, fifteen percent, or in the East rather. Um, uh, Boston's up there. Um, uh, the Capitals are up there. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Blues are the only team in the West. Eleven point eight percent, I think, is the probability they had. I'll take it. Absolutely, that was fun to watch last year. The how it swung back and forth, it grew mm-hmm. and more and more and more as the. <laughs> oh, last year was we'll never see anything like that again. No, they no. went from. I mean, you know, obviously we all know the story, but they went from they have the 29th best chance to win the cup to they have the fifth best chance to win the cup. I mean, yeah. that was unbelievable but, to watch. But the even Lecision's model had them early, early in March as the favorite. Um, or was it was it Money Puck that had him uh, as as a as a percentage favorite c- to come out of the West to get to the Cup final? When was this? Uh, early March last year. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that might money. I thought Money Puck. Well, I I can't remember. I thought I, I thought Money Puck had them as the favorites at some point. Yeah. Early. So early, it was it was yeah. a lot earlier. Like right, uh, they, they, uh, they they the rails still. <laughs> You know, we could still go off the rails at, at this point. Money Puck liked the Blues last year. Yeah. Uh, once they got rolling. Yep. That was fun to see. Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they have formulas and stuff. They know math. <laughs> uh, Dan Hall, our friend in the YouTube chat, says, uh, I loved the old school Crawford chant from the crowd. That was awesome. I don't remember. I think it was after the fifth goal. Maybe it was the sixth. That it, I mean, it got as loud as the old Belfort chant. So I, I'm, I'm with them on that. Hearing that on, on the TV, that was fantastic. Right, at an appropriate time, late in a game against a division rival, not after every fucking goal, you Nashville assholes. Well, and then like <laughs> it's all your fault. For a for a short period, St. Louis adopted the "you suck" part of it. God. They would chant it like five times, and they would chant, you suck. Last night, it was ongoing, and I loved it. So, yeah, that's the way it should be. That's a good goalie chant. The chant is the last name, and that's it. Yep. Crawford. Crawford. Well, some goalies you have to do first name. Jordan. Jordan. Oh, I guess so. Well, yeah, yeah guess. but it's but that's it. You don't do the whole. It's all you your suck. fault. You well, suck. Yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. Is you, you do the you don't you don't you do the tack name. on the stupid right that, trailer trash addition to it. That's just right. absurd. That's not I, 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 it's because that's that was right. that way it's, for a long time. It, Bell for right. it's it great when it. it's spontaneous. Yeah, not when it's pre-programmed like it, it is in Nashville. The you suck at the end One. ruins the the chant. It ruins the yep. coolness of it. It makes it uh, it makes it uh, grade school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It makes yeah. it stupid. It's college um, football is I, what it is. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's that's true. 
Um, I will say one of my favorite memories, and I actually don't know if I ever mentioned this on the show, was uh, 99. I think it was 99, right? That was the year they beat the Coyotes and then played the Stars in the second round and lost, right? The Blues' two wins in that series uh, were in overtime, and we went the second time, and I believe it was Pavel Dimitra that scored the game-winning goal, and I think two OT. And I'm not kidding. We were out in the parking lot, and people were still chanting, Bell for... Like, I remember as a kid, I mean, I was 14 then. I remember just being like, oh, my God, this is insanity. Like, they, there's no way Ed Belfort can hear us right now. And we are still chanting his name 10, 15 minutes after he allowed a goal. Like, that was, I love it. That's the kind of stuff that I love. So, yes, keep that chant going. Don't, don't try to end it with some crap you hear in Nashville. Do it the right way. I think Mr. Boozhack can agree that uh, tradition trumps all, I think. <laughs> Back off. Fred's <laughs> raised a banner for their chance. Yeah, I saw that. That's that's second best comment of the show. Fred's right raised there. a banner for their chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bob Burkowski says they need to raise a banner for the banner maker. It's <laughs> pretty good. That's a good one, too. I, I'm sorry. The, the banner jokes don't get old. I mean, they don't. Yeah. They're funny. No, no, especially now that we have the one that counts. I know, right? (laughs) It's just, yeah, it just just keeps getting better. You know what's funny is, is so, uh, again, real quick, um, I just uh, went through an old game on my YouTube channel, and I had uh, the the Blues' season opener um, from 2001. That was the year after they won the President's Trophy and then lost to the Sharks. And I watched the home opener right after that game started, the, just kind of the player announcements. And they uh, had a big deal with unveiling the President's Trophy banner, and it was a big deal. Oh, everybody look up. Here, look at the banner. And it was just, are you kidding me? Like, again, if you go to the third round, fourth round, and you lose, okay, Maybe that still holds some, some merit. But like the Lightning last year, losing in the first round after winning the President's Trophy, you don't make a big deal about that kind of thing. No. And for the for the Predators to do that kind of stuff too, it's just, it's freaking silly. Um, We're done. That was a very active YouTube chat tonight. Comical. <clears throat> I guess that'll, yes, very that'll wrap up episode 54 of season eight of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in YouTube chat during the live show. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Uh, for Jeff Ponder and Kurt Price, I'm Bill Day. Until next time, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Blues. <laughs> Let's go, Blues. Let's go, Blues. Jeez. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news?
is about our St. Louis Blues. They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.